So I'm still in a little bit of an outrage finding out that the Girl Scout cookies have different names in different locations of the United States. How do you think I feel? I'm the one who discovered it. I, ha- I have to live in this territory with the dumbass names that they decided to call uh, the Girl Scout cookies up here. They take tagalongs and call them peppermint patties. Peanut butter patties. Peanut butter. So pe- sorry, excuse me. Peanut butter patties. You're right. Well, peanut no, butter patties, I'm looking at the that, dumbest fucking thing. Yeah, I'm looking at that website you sent me that shows all the differences. And the fact that though whatever that different bakery is, because it's the difference between the two bakeries that makes it. Theirs look worse. Yeah, they're not. They're, they're, I've tried one. They're not as good. It Like, it shows the side-by-side pictures. And some of them are just completely different. They haven't put the care in. I just... <laughs> yeah, no, they haven't put the care in. No, the the Savannah Sweets, like the lemon one, the s- literally is a completely different cookie. It's just like a lemon shortbread up here. But down south, it's like has powdered sugar and is like a little softer and it tastes really good. It's just like a dry cookie up here called a lemonade because they are super not creative <laughs> honestly this was my shocking news of the day but yeah you're welcome did i did i ruin your day for you <laughs> you threw me for a loop this ruined my whole day finding out what How they did do that? that's like thin mints have the same name but those there don't seem they don't have the the chocolate covering it it literally just looks like a chocolate wafer with holes punched in it it's literally what it is. Yeah, I ordered a couple boxes of Thin Mints and was severely disappointed when I opened them. I'm going to punch a six-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I'm coming for those Girl Scouts. <laughs> that that fourth grader that sold me this box of cookies is really going to feel She's my She's going to catch these hands. <laughs> catch these hands. <laughs> so with that, today we're talking about self-care. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, welcome back to 20-something. We're on episode two. Episode two. Um, so with it being about self-care, sort of going over the things that make you feel good both inside and out. And like Girl Scout cookies should. Right. It's a coping mechanism. But Oh, yeah, for sure. I've been home for a couple days sort of recovering from finishing a music video. And it was it was a really rough one. Bob knows he would call and check on me and make sure I was alive periodically. But there were a few times I didn't think I was going to get a response from you. Like <laughs> I literally thought you were dead a few times. And it's like, no, hey, I'm still awake. <laughs> Seventeen hours without sleep, twenty four hours, thirty six hours without sleep. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was a rough one, but the video ended up being really cool. It was "Let's Shut Up and Dance" by Jason Derulo, NCT One Twenty Seven, and Lei Zhang. So if you haven't watched it on YouTube, you should go over and take a look. <laughs> Subtle plug. <laughs> <laughs> a shameless plug. No, but it is it is very fun. It is a phenomenal music video. Maddie and her team did. <laughs> I say that like you're the leader of it. Uh, Maddie, Maddie and everyone else she worked on it with did a phenomenal job. Um, fantastic uh, job at the music video. It looks great. So definitely check it out. Because of that, um, after that, I came home, had a week off, and... I've just been resting and seeing my family and that seems so important when you're killing yourself, staying up that late, like you need that time to step back and take care of yourself and eat some good food and see your family and your pets. And I just, I really needed this time to myself because I'm going back Saturday because that night I have a night shoot for a different video. 
which is super exciting. I'm very happy. I'm very excited for you on that one. Yeah. So, um, before I start killing my sleep schedule again, I, you know, I've spent some time. I, I played the Witcher. <laughs> um, I've eaten the Girl Scout cookies. I just, I've taken that time to myself that I needed because that's when you're so busy and you don't have time to take care of yourself during a project, you kind of have to play catch up afterwards. Yeah, no, hundred percent. You would, especially for, for your, in your case, cause your, your work schedule is so variable and especially towards the end, like the last like two weeks before a, your product is, del- is due to be delivered. You guys work just insane hours. I would, so I would conservatively say the tw- the 14 days leading up to the submission of that v- final cover of the video you guys did w- what? So for that's 14 days, let's say you averaged 15 hours a day, maybe. Um, I mean, sometimes higher than that. <laughs> yeah. So like, let's say like an average of 15 I would to say like an 17. Av- an average. We can say that yeah. just for the sake of some math. Yeah, that's insane. Like, you were sleeping, like, three hours a night, and that was it for two weeks. But, you know, I also, I, I chose this life, but, and that's, that's also why, yeah, and so that's why today we decided to talk about self-care a little bit and different things that we do, sort of, on the outside to make us feel better on the inside. Yeah, and I, I feel like I operate in less extremes than you do, because... My my uh, personal life schedule allows me to keep it pretty consistent and pretty pretty regular, so I don't have to worry about um, going through massive periods of recovery. <laughs> yeah, I I came home and the first night I came home, I think I slept for like fourteen hours or something ridiculous like that. And my parents yeah. are just like, "Are you okay?" <laughs> no, like, you still have a pulse. Like your mom comes in, and checks your wrist. <laughs> she has done that before. She like she'll walk in to like make sure I'm still breathing. <laughs> but I think that's just you know the medical side dies hard. You have to <laughs> make sure your kids are breathing, even though they're not kids anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's how I've taken care of myself. So. Bob, I think you need to tell everyone about your essential oil diffuser. Okay, you say that like it's a life-changing thing for me. That's the way like you described changed. it to me. It's, okay, that's not how I described <laughs> it to you. What I described it as was a nice addition to my apartment. <laughs> it's Yes, it's wonderful. I, I have now an essential oil diffuser because I'm an incredibly basic person um, who's finally yielded to the pressures of the, of society to have an essential oil diffuser and i will not lie it's pretty fucking great i'm not yeah it's great if you're if you don't have one invest in one find some scents or some oils that smell good to you and it's great it's relaxing makes my bedroom smell like eucalyptus or peppermint or just like a whole array lavender of i don't like the lavender as one as much i've tried that one a few times um i think eucalyptus is my is my number one go-to but no, it's nice because I can and just I don't know, it is it is genuinely relaxing. I have like turned it on when I've had like migraines or when I come home from work and I just want to like sit down and relax. And so I'll turn it on and like sit down in a chair I have in the corner of my room um, and just like drink a beer and decompress for 20 minutes. And it feels phenomenal. Um, I did a little bit of a more intense version of that where I got home today and made myself um, 
like a double strength old fashioned. <laughs> I basically had like four shots of rum old fashioned. Um, so I had four shots of rum when I got home today and just sipped that while I drank or ate dinner. It's called balance. So if you head over to our website, you can buy some essential oils. <laughs> <laughs> this whole podcast is just a scheme for me to plug my essential oil uh, company. We're in a pyramid scheme. We have to sell a lot of essential oils to make up for this. Oh, yeah. I have to bring in three people below me so that the guy above me, he can reach his boss. It's, yeah, whole, whole, whole ordeal. But, I feel, well, that's a good way to take care of yourself. It's something little that ends up being a bigger thing because... What, the copious amounts of alcohol? No, not... <laughs> <laughs> that too. But, no, just taking, like, 20 minutes in sitting and smelling something nice after a long day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's different things for everybody. That's like um, one of the things that I bought within, I think I got it like four months ago, maybe, was uh, a makeup vanity from Ikea. And there's something about it that just makes you feel so much better about yourself rather than like standing in front of the bathroom mirror, putting your makeup on is sitting down in your little stool and you flip up the lid and there's a mirror inside and you put all your makeup in there and you feel like a little beauty guru and honestly I think it it boosts my self-esteem and it makes sure that my day starts like a little bit better yeah you know I definitely understand the uh that idea of starting your day better that's something I've had to work on because as you know with the way that I wake up every morning, it's through a series of alarms that would drive, that has driven any of my other roommates insane or people who have lived next to me insane and currently drives my girlfriend insane. Um, so I'm trying to get better at that, but what is good is to try and get yourself on a consistent schedule or do things that just like make you feel better in the morning. Um, so I have adopted making a breakfast smoothie every day. So it's just all from it's like a a banana half an avocado and a cup of like frozen berries from a bag i get at trader joe's um and that's just like if i do that i usually start my day pretty well and it feels good and it goes goes smoothly from there so i think that it's important to have things that you do that start your day well end your day well um and so just it's a good bookend see i i have sort of a i guess there's a learning curve almost with for me, with putting green things in fruit smoothies, because it's like... You should do it. It's so good. I mean, I've only done it with an avocado so far. It's like kind of also, it's still a fruit, but you should do it. it. But, I mean, an avocado is basically a vegetable. Like, it, I mean, yes, it's a fruit, but... Okay, well, do you want to change, change the topic of this podcast to what is an avocado, fruit, or vegetable? <laughs> what is an avocado? No. But that's <laughs> like, because I like, I like smoothies. I'm, you know, like a classic strawberry banana, but... Oh, big fan of Smoothie King. I was really sad when I haven't been able to find one up here. Um, I don't know if they exist or not, but it makes me sad. So I make my own in the mornings now. If anybody knows if there is a Smoothie King in the greater Boston area, send us a message. <laughs> yeah, please let us know. <laughs> but I guess I, I know they're healthier if you can put something green in. Like I know a lot of people will mix kale in, but I'm just a little hesitant. That's fair. I mean, if you can get started, though, with b- strawberry banana or like a fruit medley, if you will. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's literally that's what the bag says from Trader Joe's. It says it's fruit medley. It's like raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, strawberries. It's pretty damn good. I'm not going to lie. Trader so Joe's. That, a little is, bit of almond milk. Yeah. Blend that up every day. 
and I have I try to have I try to eat breakfast and I try to have that and then a bagel to get my day started. Um, and I've noticed a significant difference in the days where I do that and the days that I don't in my terms of overall pr- productivity and just how I feel. Well, that that is true. I've noticed it also ever since I gall- got my gallbladder out. I actually like breakfast now. Yeah, but because that's I'm, also because because I'm not had, violently nauseated every yeah, morning. Yeah, you had yeah, your gallbladder had f- failed, and w- you were just nauseated for months on for months on months. But I and mean, couldn't eat anything regular. <laughs> but I do really appreciate breakfast now. <laughs> the the positive sides of getting your gallbladder moved when it's like really fucked up makes you feel better. You like breakfast. <laughs> well, and that's it makes you feel better because otherwise you're all shaky. And you start the day and you feel bad and you're just, you're not taking care of yourself. And when I, when we say this, we mean breakfast, not getting your gallbladder removed. If you don't need it, that's not a self-care move. Do not get your gallbladder (laughs) randomly removed. (laughs) Hashtag self-care. Hashtag self-care. I'm not going to get my appendix out right now. It doesn't, it's not bothering me, but I heard it could. So I'm just going to take it out. You know, hashtag self-care. Self-care. But one of the other things too is, um, part of my routine is I'm a night shower person. Because oh, I'm opposite of you. I have well, to do morning. Well, I feel like at night, then you're all clean and you can shave your legs and then you get under the covers and you're clean. The sheets are clean. It's the ultimate combo. And it's sort of the way to kind of like wash off the rest of your day. And also, I like I have a lot of hair, too. So being able to wash my hair and let it dry some overnight is kind of the move That's for fair. me. But That's fair. Yeah, see, I, I have to... I feel like absolute shit if I don't take a shower in the morning. Um, I think I've only showed up to work once in this past like six months um, without having taken a shower. And I felt awful that day. And it's because I woke up at like just I, let's say let's say I had to be at work at like 830 and I woke up at like 825 <laughs> and I have to drive 30 minutes to get to work. I literally like I ran out of my house uh, just like sweating. I, I'm pretty sure it was like a Friday. Yeah, it was a Friday morning after I'd gone out drinking Thursday with some friends. And so I woke up hungover, contacts still in from the night before. So I took my contacts out, brushed my teeth, like kind of got put together and then went to work. And I was just like, I feel fucking awful right now. <laughs> and I wish I just, ta- I wish I just like showed up maybe like 10 minutes later and actually taken a shower. It's because you didn't Cause, have time yeah. to make that smoothie. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have time to make the smoothie. Um, well, I mean, that's one of the other things, too, is even when you're super crazy busy, just those little hygiene things you do, that's a self-care move. Because I understand how it is. Like, I get kind of mad when people are always preaching, oh, self-care, self-care, do this. And it's like, I don't have time to do all these things. I don't have time to make an elaborate bubble bath and light all these candles and stuff. So even if it's something as easy as me, like, getting one of those, like, $1.50 Target face masks and using those. It's those tiny moments Mm -hmm. of self-care that you can get. And and I think the part that makes me mad when people go on and on about, oh, self-care, and I'm realizing some of the hypocrisy here because I wanted to talk about it (laughs) in a more more practical way just because people make it seem like you have so much more time than you do. And I know, like, when I get towards the end of a project – I don't have time for these things. And people are like, oh, do this, yeah, you, do that. You really don't. And I'm like, with what time? <laughs> but, and that's why I just wanted to talk with you and point out the little things that we do because it's just parts of your routine. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, I need you to spend, you know, three hours out of every day doing these things for yourself. Yeah. And so like the little things, I think that's a good point to hit on because 
one of the it's like one of the biggest pieces of advice or like lessons I was ever given by a mentor was at my my second internship I did. My boss told me he he I don't I don't remember exactly how he phrased it, but it was essentially if there is something that you can do or if there's a task that comes up while you're in the middle of working on something or if there's something you can do and it takes less than two minutes to complete that task that has newly arisen. And if you complete that, it saves you stress down the road. Do it now and then. Like if let's say you're working on like a project at work or you're working on just like working on an assignment and all of a sudden you have like an email come in that like would take you 30 seconds to respond to and then it would ease that person who just emailed you and would could then move that off of your plate take 30 seconds away from what you're doing and respond to that. Or like for me, the way I think about it is like when I make my smoothie in the morning, if instead of just like rinsing out the blender and like tossing it in my sink and then cleaning it when I get home, cleaning it in the morning and like actually like scrubbing it clean takes like maybe an extra two minutes. And so that saves me just like time and heartache. So when I get home and I'm tired, I don't think, Oh fuck now I have to do dishes too. Um, so just like little things like that, like, doing a dish here or like making your bed in the morning or things like that. So if it takes less than two minutes, do it now because it'll save you effort and pain and stress down the road. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Something about like knowing you're coming home to dirty dishes just stresses me the hell out. If I know yeah, they're there, um, just cause I, I don't know. Now, will I dry them and put them away? No, but I'll clean them. <laughs> I will yes. wash them and leave them to dry. But yeah, do you have a do you have a dishwasher in your new apartment? No. Oh, okay. So I don't either, which is like pretty common for Boston apartments. Well, that's so, the thing. Yeah. We always like. I don't think my mom started using the dishwasher at our house till I turned eighteen and moved away. So like, <laughs> I well, I grew up washing. That's everything. incredibly. That's incredibly fair because now that I think back to it, anytime I had dinner at your house before we graduated high school, we always washed I dishes by hand. Remember doing the yeah? I remember doing the dishes by hand. Yeah. That's like, yeah. I remember like, you know, using it at work, and everyone's like, "Oh, you never used one." I'm like, "Sorry, my mom raised me, right?" What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you say that, and then like I say, like, "Oh man, washing your dishes isn't that bad." And then the moment I get an apartment where I don't have to hand wash them anymore, I'm gonna act like the most entitled person in the world. <laughs> but like, like you, you poor, poor people, people. <laughs> without your wa- without your dishwashers. But it's. I don't know. It's one of those things where, you know, going back, if you can just take some of that stress off, because I just, you know, I'm, I think I've been stressed out since I was three years old. (laughs) And, you know, a lot of that is I, I'm becoming more aware of it, the older I get, and I'm trying really hard to manage it better. And sometimes it's still, it's really hard. It's one of those things where you can't always practice what you preach. And I'm like, I'm trying to realize, hey, this really stresses me out. This makes me really anxious and learn to take a step back. But sometimes when when you're really tired and you have just a lot to do, I still obviously have a lot to learn on how to deal with it better. But I'm getting there. Yeah. Very slowly. Yeah, I I think it I think it's harder for you, though, because like I said, your, your career is just more polarizing in terms of time consumption than most people's are and than mine is. I work a pretty standard either like nine to six or eight to five type job. Um, so I can get on a pretty decently. I can get on a pretty I can get on a schedule decently easy, um, which is nice. 
But that's all going to get thrown out the window once I start traveling, which is going to happen next week. So that'll be fun. What are you going to take with you so that you can take care of yourself? <laughs> <laughs> let's unpack this. What are you going to have in your suitcase? What's, what's in my, uh, my to-go bag? Um, what is in your toiletry bag? <laughs> so the honest answer, because I, I, I already have it planned out in my head and have it pretty much like half-packed. Oh, my God. Um, okay, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> So I have my, I hate, I hate you. I can see the look in your face right now. I hate you. Um, so I, I don't know. I feel like I have a pretty standard, normal morning routine. Like I shower, I shave and maybe every third morning. I don't, I don't grow facial hair very much. So maybe not as much as other guys, but like, so I shave, I have like a, sh- a nice shaving cream, uh, like a moisturizer to use afterward to prevent razor burn. I have, like, a pomade for my hair and, like, a sea salt spray for my hair so, like, it can style it. And then there's, like, deodorant and, like, a face wash. Like, I don't have that much stuff, but all of that's coming with me when I travel because I do that pretty much every morning. No, that I, I think that's probably pretty normal. Like, I mean, I'm also coming at this from the point of, like, yeah, I really love my makeup and I'll take care of my makeup, but then my hair, mm-hmm. like, everything just goes to hell. <laughs> I'm like, well, I washed it every three days. Here we are. Do I have dry shampoo and something to make it not as frizzy? And that's it. <laughs> that's fair. I do. I do wash my hair and like put my hair together every single day. So yeah, and well, that's the thing. I mean, you're usually more presentable than I am, and that's it's always been like that. Yeah, I do. I do. I do try to put effort into how I look. At least when I have to be out in public, if I'm just at home or I'm like just around friends, that kind of goes out the window because there have been times where I've showed up like I've, like we've hung out where there's been times where I just look like complete hell in front of you because I just don't care. And there have definitely been times where people I've lived with in the past who have seen me like when I used to live at the house, like I would wa- I would come out of my room and walk down the hallway and like just like like hungover as all hell and then like just a pair of underwear like cr- barely making it down the hall to the bathroom to brush my teeth and then crawl back to my bedroom to sleep oh god yeah but that's, that's all that's after all those famous nights where you uh where i say maddie i need to go home and then you put my ass in an uber and make sure i'm find my friends i got back to the house and you're like guys hey, someone else's problem now <laughs> that's my entire strategy <laughs> and that's that's your version of self-care when when we're out drinking <laughs> My self-care is just getting Bob home so I don't have to worry about him. Literally pop him in an Uber and then I'll hop on the find my friends, you know, five, ten minutes after that. And I'm like, hmm, did he make it home? And then I trust that one of those boys at the frat house grabbed him. And (laughs) There have been times where Ruben Ruben has come in and he's been that person who's grabbed me. (laughs) And that's it. I'm like, well, he's someone else's problem now. It's like sending my baby down the river. (laughs) Just... (laughs) Yeah, like a, a, a flip switches. Uh, Maddie, I need to go home. Like perfectly fine. Everything's going well. Maddie, I need to go home. You just said a flip switches. <laughs> a switch flips. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Maddie, I have to go Ooh. home. So, yeah, that's, you know, different ways that we take care of ourselves and how we're trying to. And I know everybody has different methods to it. And your 20s are kind of a a hard time to really take care of yourself because you really need to bust your ass to get to where you want to be by the time you hit your 30s. So you got to work really hard in your 20s, you know? So it's just, I think thinking too far ahead will also 
damage your sense of self-care because you get really overwhelmed thinking, well, this is going to happen after this, and then I have to worry about this, and if I don't do this, it'll affect that. So a lot of it's also Mm -hmm. like finding that balance between thinking ahead and being in the moment so you're not completely overwhelmed. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely trying to lean into more being in the moment right now and just enjoying you know, new life, new, new job, new city, new friends, trying to take care of that rather than stress about like where my career is going to take me. Right. So that's how we're trying to take care of ourselves. And I hope you guys are all taking care of yourselves in some way or another. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> did, that, did that not sound genuine? <laughs> it's like, mm, I guess if you want to take care of yourself, yeah, eh, sucks. Um, <laughs> So, thank you for listening to episode two. We'll be back as soon as we can with episode three. Yes, Um, we'll be back hopefully sooner rather than later. Yeah, so also if you have any suggestions for an episode on our website, on the contact tab, you can leave us a message on there or you can send us an email directly at the20somethingshow at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for an episode. Yeah. So... Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.